Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Rosario plus Vampire, because Kevin had never read it before. Correct. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump with our new eight series we talk about, starting with Undead Unluck number 143, You Can't Avoid This. What did you think of Undead Unluck, Kevin? This is the first week we're talking about it since I think it started. <laughs> I kind of like this one. I liked, so this is the fight between Unavoidable and Unluck. And I like that at first she's not using her powers partially as a way to trigger Unavoidable to actually trigger his ability, but also partially as a like, hey, this is going to be his last fight as a championship boxer. Like, let's make it cool. I also just have, how do you unluck with boxing gloves on? Yeah, she needs physical contact. Yeah. I thought this one was all right. The bit where his power actually awakens, I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And where he's like, why isn't she dodging? She could definitely dodge this. So, yeah. Is she, you know, did something happen? Her eyes are tracking it. What's going on? Yeah. I thought the chapter was pretty good. I am realizing that Fuka's power might be a bit too vague in what it does for the series at this point. A little bit. Usually in a series that runs this long with a character like this, the powers get refined. I think it hasn't because she has been in the background for so long, and I'm only realizing this now because this is the first time with Andy being gone so long that she actually gets to be the main character. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, specifically, her own luck still seems to work normally. It's just she's learned a bunch of other things, you know, like the ability to do key blasts, essentially. <laughs> Uh, yes, she has also learned martial arts in yeah. an anime world for the past 2,000 years. Yep. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Undead Unluck? Nope. Uh, next up, we have One Piece chapter 1072, The Weight of Memory, which I thought was a pretty cool chapter of One Piece. Yeah. Has the fact that the soul weighs 21 grams in One Piece been brought up before? Because I got a sense of deja vu when I read that. I don't know if that's from some other folklore or if that's been presented in One Piece before. I don't think so, but maybe something with Brooks having brought, because Brooks has existed as just a soul, so maybe that has come up before, but. That's true. I don't, I don't believe it's been brought up before, though. Because I do like Vegapunk being like, oh man, isn't it cool that everyone loses 21 grams when they die? It's observable proof of a soul. Mm Mm-hmm. I also like the Seraphim stuff, uh, the weird reveal about Stussy being a clone is interesting and i had to look up who she was a clone of do you know what character she is a clone of kevin off the top of my head no uh so do you remember weevil that guy claiming to be whitebeard's son who is one of the shibukai and his overbearing mother this is a clone of the overbearing mother Mother. it was like i totally hooked up with whitebeard (laughs) again vaguely that that sounds right Mm -hmm. Uh, also giraffe rematch with Zoro. Yeah, and I do like the bit where Kaku's like, you know, I've learned how to like, you know, coil my uh, coil my neck and do all this stuff, and Zoro just being like, I fought too many <laughs> wiggly things recently. Stop it! I also love him talking with Brock, like, oh man, this guy's weird. I fought him like right before we met. <laughs> yeah, he's got like giraffe powers, and you wouldn't think that would be useful, but <laughs> but it turns out it's actually like you can make anything work in this. Uh, anything else you wanted to say about One Piece, Kevin? Oh, we, we didn't even talk about the Kuma and Bonnie stuff. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I do really like that 
him being like, I, I literally, like, you know, I can't tell you. What do you mean? Kuma asked me not to, like, specifically told me not to tell you. So, yeah, I thought, I thought One Piece was pretty great. I'm looking forward to where this is going. Next up, we have Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 210, Offering to the Unknown Part 2. What did you think of Jujutsu Kaisen this week, Kevin? I was... I can't remember. Was this the one I was confused on? Yes. The structure of this uh, chapter is very weird. Yeah. So it may be because I was kind of confused with it. Like, did Megumi know Angel Girl? Oh, I guess this chapter is telling us that that's the case. Yeah. But there is a weird thing where it feels like we should know that before this. Yeah. In it's the just like, structure. Oh, dude, dude, this is totally that girl from that thing that I've never <laughs> seen before. Okay. Don't you remember this flashback that I, oh, right, that never made it into the cut, did it? Yeah, and then the final panel breaks the fourth wall after this really weird sequencing. Yes, I did. I really laughed at that, though, with the... (laughs) I just thought it was weird because, like, the chapter kept getting weirder and weirder, and then you went to that. Yeah, but I do remember just laughing out loud at the guy being like, I'm the last panel! (laughs) Like, So I thought it was weird, but still kind of a good weird. And the that last panel ending made me laugh, so I, I did rather like it. Next up, we got Sakamoto Days Days 103, roll film, which I liked a lot. Yeah, I, I liked it as well. I think it's a bit of an acceleration with the girl being like, no, take me to X and I'll go with you. Yep. But I do like it, and I like how it keeps this camera guy as a character for a little while. Yeah. I also love Sakamoto being like, wait a minute, he's bleeding way too, oh crap, it's all makeup. Yeah. Well, it's not just he's bleeding way too much. It's, wait a minute, his blood isn't coagulating. What's going on? (laughs) That isn't how blood works. Like, I always love the, you know, there's like the Hollywood version of blood. And then there's like, you know, crime scene investigators or something would be like, um, if I came into a room that was, there was that much blood, something went horribly wrong or 30 people died. Which I'd argue is something going horribly wrong. Yes. Anything else you wanted to say on Sakimoto days? I don't have much more. I just, the fight scenes are really good at yeah, it, yeah. and I like the acceleration. I like Shin and <laughs> Shin's friends. Yeah. I also I like, don't have a name for it yet. She's showing up and be like, what's going on? I um, also like that Shin was the only one able to resist her attack because it was like, man, if I couldn't read her mind to see where she was going, I'd be, I'd be screwed right now. Yeah. She didn't murder any of them, but she like knocked them unconscious. Yeah. It was good. Next up, we have Kanabanshi Story 46, Date, which I also thought was pretty good. Yeah. It's a bit predictable in the way it went. Yeah. Nothing super exciting, but I am curious to see what her version of fetching tea is like with that resolu- with her realization of like, oh, like maybe I could do it totally differently. I And I really liked that Like it seems to be that it was, no, you just misinterpreted what she said. What you were thinking she said was that you're not playing the story correctly. And what she said was, the story is the story being played is not correct for you. Like it was the exact same words, but it was just the the way she said it. Like, oh, oh, that's what she meant. I, because we don't exactly know, but I I do like that. So I'm interested to see how next week will go. Yeah. Next up, we have Elusive Samurai, Chapter Ninety Four, Conversation Thirteen Thirty Five. What did you think of Elusive Samurai, Kevin? I did. I do kind of like this. So I, I do like that they're like, ah, this guy's actually better at military strategy than we were, you know, making it seem to be. But then it's the actual military strategist being like, well, no, this is why he's always shown that he's weak at war. He's like, you know, he's got the entry level 
mastermind stuff going on, but he can't do the grand strategy level like, oh, yeah, well, I'm just going to go recruit my brother who's, you know, happens to be helping out the other side. Yeah, I do love that the uncle just goes over and is like, hey, want to defect Mr. Shonen Man? <laughs> yeah, I really. How did you get over here? Well, I saw the other guy doing it and figured I could do it. So I just, I just walked over here and nobody stopped me. You should probably work on that. <laughs> yeah. Your security is a little lax. I literally just walked in here. I look very unsuspicious, I guess, and not threatening. So, <laughs> I mean, a little bit that's me, but a but lot of that is you. I also do have the word Hojo literally written on, on my, my forehead. forehead. <laughs> No, it was very good. Next up, we got Blue Box number 85, because I hate her. (laughs) (laughs) Some interesting stuff with Blue Box going on. I'm kind of interested to see what Chia is going to say about all this. Like, if he's going to confront her about it, how this is going to get resolved. We're also getting flashback from her point of view. So is he even going to learn all of this stuff? Yeah. Because it seems to me like we're in for a patented Odai flashback arc where we're going to see some young Chia. And young this girl. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But, like, especially because they they set up the fact that he has to go back to that dental office. Like, this isn't going to be a one-time thing. They're going to... He's going to go back to the dental office and, like, get to talk to her again. Yeah, he needs more dental care. Yes. Last but not least, we have Mission Akura Family, Mission 162, Career Counseling. Which is another of those, like, funny in-between chapters that we haven't gotten from Mission Akura in a long time. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it quite a bit, too. I do like, while I do like the message that was going on, I'm also like sort of confused over, they were like, oh yeah, are you going to be a frontline guy or a backline guy? I'm going to be like Kuichiro. <laughs> who's what? also, who's a frontline guy? <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, so is he a frontline or is like, is it there, there a secret like third person of like, he's a solo guy? Is that what you're saying? Like, I understand that you want to be like the elder brother. Like that makes sense to me, but like. This whole thing was in the context of, like, you know, pick your club, and you can't... Although, to be fair, they also he said, hey, pick a spot you want to be like, and mm-hmm. we'll model you after them. So I, guess, I, guess... I guess there was that, so that that's fair. But I just, I had this, like, you know, oh, do you want to be a frontline or a backline guy? Well, no. That, that's how the chapter divides it. Yes. Up. But then, he's like, I don't want to be in a bucket. I want to be a wife guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I really like this. Anything else you want to say on Mission Years of Career, Kevin? Nope. Uh, that takes us rather swiftly into Jump Card. Jump Card is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite up to our favorite. 21 chapters this week, plus a new Jump Plus series that seems okay. Yeah. Do you like the Bell Arc in Naruto? Do I have good <laughs> news for you? Um, but we're not ranking that. So what do you have at number 21, Kevin? Uh, 21 is where I put Cypher Academy. Fair. It was unreadable. But yeah. I thought Ichigoki's Under Control was more unreadable, so I put it at number 21. I think something in Ichigoki made me laugh. The, the comedy chapters were real rough this week, in my opinion, so, in terms of not making me laugh, not in terms of being the worst things ever. Yeah, I honestly felt like the front, at least when I was reading them, the front half of the book was pretty good. 
and then the back half of the book just kind of got worse. I'm I would I tend to agree with you, but also I feel like there were some like surprise pick me ups in the back half of the book. Like uh, I'm not a big fan of Mission Yuzakura Family, which was near the back of the book. Yeah. I guess that's fair. But yeah, generally I'd agree with you. What do you have at number twenty? Twenty is where I put Ichinose Family. You know, I'm I'm glad that the dude wasn't like didn't realize he was dating a middle schooler but at the same time how do you not realize you're dating how do you not realize you're dating a middle schooler also how fucked up was she that like she was stringing him on yeah before beforehand also didn't think to say anything or i'm just like i'm so concerned about this family which to be fair is i think what they want you to feel but you don't you're not on board for it i'm not on board for it I got Cypher Academy at 19 because okay. that was unreadable. Yep. Okay. What do you have at 19? Me and Robico is where I have 19. Yeah, me too. I honestly don't remember. Uh, where... She's on like a child's a children's show in Japan that oh, I, yeah, I get right. like very Sesame Street vibes off of. Yeah. She wants to be the new doctor's companion. Yeah. It doesn't work out. Like, I mean, it wasn't good, but it was readable. Mm-hmm. What do you have at 18? That's where I put Ichigoki. Uh, something in there must have made me laugh to put it above this stuff. Yeah, m- must have been. Uh, that's where I have high school family. Okay. Which I, if this was a chapter of Yu Yu Hakusho, I think I'd be all for it, but mm-hmm. it's not. And like, it wasn't funny. Yeah. It just felt really weird. Yeah. It's my number. It's my number 17. I kind of, I kind of feel that way as well. It was like, it was a fine chapter, but it's still high school family. And it's like a weird, normal chapter of a manga thrust into this. So. I have each an essay family at 17. Okay. Uh, I'm slightly more on board with it than you are. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I, I'm still hopeful for it, but I'm not all excited about the direction it's going now. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the story I liked most from it. And yikes. Yeah. What do you have at 16? 16 is where I put Fabricant 100. Same. <laughs> I, this was just kind of like, you know. I expected it to be higher for you. Not like much higher, but like more like, oh, it was fine. Like, I mean, it was fine. the The problem was is I liked a bunch of other stuff, but this was definitely like, uh, you know, all right, you got to go on the secret mission to prove yourself. Okay. Also, I'm a genius. I'm here. Yeah, I'm a genius girl. I lead this thing. Like, mm-hmm, yep, you're just gonna keep layering on the tropes. Then, okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought we were going to be like slightly less. No. The, the the moment they came here, I was like, oh no. There's going to be a genius girl his age that runs this place and I'm tropes more, at him. Yeah, I more meant. <laughs> I more meant when we started the series. Oh, same. And that's why the second we got to this place, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Why, why did we come here? No, bad manga. <laughs> Mustang is not here. <laughs> what do you have at 15? 15 is where I put Ginka and Gluna. Same. <laughs> it Like, the fact that it literally yada yadas the last chapter, not yada yada, but you know what I mean? Where it's like, <laughs> all right, and then we're back to doing what we're doing beforehand without visiting I, the wizard's college or whatever i didn't mind that because of the opening with the other two characters but getting rid of them i didn't like mm. at least for now and it seemed very like obvious what was going to happen in the city it seems very D. there's an adventure in this town and we're yep. gonna have to do it and like the pc should be like no nah, we just want to pass through man yep what do you have at 14 uh 14 is where i put black clover same <laughs> Uh, Asta was less insufferable than usual. I liked Black Clover more than usual, as you can tell from me not having it below all the comedy chapters. Yep, it was it was fine, but you know whatever. Again, I, for me, I think for you it was like, hey, this was finally halfway decent, so it gets to go above <laughs> stuff. And I was like, nah, it's everything else was better. <laughs> 
What do you have at 13? 13 is where I put Tokyo Demon Bride. Okay, we, we break up. We break up there. Uh, I actually really liked Tokyo Demon Bride. I think just for the last couple of pages, because I was pretty eh through it. Like, we're getting through this story, not too quickly, but we really quickly end it. Clearly, it was supposed to be kind of a spotlight for the frog girl, and then she gets one-upped. Yeah. And it's just yet another character. Yeah, But, like, the sucked. last page I really liked of, like, the acceleration on it. Yes, but I was... I'm still slightly confused as to what exactly this person thing is. Yeah, fair. Because it, it was like, oh, yeah, she's part of the worst generation. Oh, she's, she's one of the spirits? Yep, and I'm working with this human agency. Wh- uh, huh? Aren't, I, aren't they human spirit hunters? How how did, how did how are you part of the human spirit hunter division? I mean, they could recruit demons. They could. They do that like, in Chainsaw Man. They Look, do. I'm terrified they're going to go to the, exactly the root of the place in Fabricate 100 next <laughs> chapter. Don't get me wrong, Kevin. I just like particularly the like last panel of not Monica, Monica's eyes yes. as she's seeing the mick out. Yes. That was super good. I, I did like that bit where, you know, it was like, uh, all right, I need you to do this thing. No. Hmm? All right. Well, force me to play my hand. I got Witch Watch at 13. Okay. I thought it was pretty cute. Yeah. I, I actually thought it was really cute, so it went a bit higher for me. What uh, do you have at number 12? 12 is where I put Mission Yozakura. I think that a little bit of that confusion with, you know, like, because uh, I guess now it does make sense when you were like, yeah, you was pick a spy you want to try and model yourself off of, and it's like, all right, this guy. But I was like, I thought it was picking frontline or backline, and he decided well, to Well, that's pick what the no. siblings made it into. I know, but, but uh, you should pick frontline or backline. No. <laughs> I I thought there were only two options. All like, rounder. <laughs> I you know yeah that's cool sometimes, but like when I give you two options, don't pick a third one. I'm not you know this isn't part of the test. I don't think he asked him for that. I could be no. Wrong I don't. About I don't think that. he did either. Now, uh, now that you mention it, but like when I was reading it, that was when what went through my head of like, huh? I have Mashal at twelve. Okay. I'm just not super impressed by it, but a few of the things, like the drawings were funny. Like mm-hmm. conceptually, I don't think the jokes work, but visually they do. Mm-hmm. So got a few laughs out of me. So that's why it went above Witch Watch. Gotcha. What do you have at number 11? Uh, number 11 is where I put the peas. Uh, the peas happened this week. The peas happened. More than this... anything, this, like, I literally thought afterwards, like, well, the peas happened to me. Not I read the peas afterwards. <laughs> it wasn't like a joke in my head. That was just what my brain did. And I was like, huh. Yep. I feel like we're in this kind of like epilogue thing where it, it's. I can't tell if we're in an epilogue or a transition or, or. Yeah, or this is just some weird time skip thing, but I just, I really liked the stuff with Mellowin. Who's and... a YouTuber now? I guess. Uh, I guess Midman is a YouTuber. Yeah, Mellowin is her friend. Her friend who's piano instructor? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know if this series is over, Kevin, or halfway over, or I don't know what. either, but I, I really liked it, and I really like that they're, like, a couple now, and Mellowin's, like, all right, I, you know, I've, I've figured out how to make you, or, like, not make you love me, but, like, I've figured out how to make our love work, because it was, like, you know, this started out with you being, like, I love you, and I didn't know how to reciprocate that, and now I do. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, I got Jujutsu Kaisen at 11. Okay. This chapter gets weirder and weirder as it go on, goes it on. And, like, I I was very confused. Like, I'm not confused now about it, mm. but during it, I was confused, and I don't think that was intentional. Fair. Uh, what do you got at number 10? 10 is where I put Witch Watch. I thought it was pretty cute. I, you know, I liked it, so. 10's where I put the piece. Okay. They happened. I liked them more than you, I guess, slightly. Mm. <laughs> what do you got at 9? Nine? 9 is where I put my hero. 
I have it slightly higher, but like the second that they showed UA Academy falling, I was like, oh, Gentle's going to bounce it up, obviously. Yeah. And My Hero has this problem that like the anime just got to the part where Best Genist and Lamillion show up back to back and the pacing's all off. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly that with yep. Labrava and Gentle. Yeah. It's, I can't help but compare it to the end of the Whole Cake Island arc in One Piece where Gurma 66 show up and you're like, oh yeah, those guys have been on the way for like 30 chapters. I completely forgot about them. This is rad. Yeah. That's what it should be doing. But it's yes. just like, hey, we're going to just throw two balls real quick and like, okay. Yeah. This, this more felt like closer to the Naruto thing where not the end of Naruto where it's like, hey, check out all these people. Like, okay. Yeah. Gentle and Labrava had to come back. It's yeah, just the did. pacing is wrong on the them doing it back to back. Yeah, I think same with like Lamillion and Best Genus earlier. They didn't. Yeah. Ha- they, they didn't have to be in the same arc. I I could see Gentle and Labrava coming. So like they didn't come back together, which would have worked better. I think. Yeah, if they had both okay. shown up at the same yes. time, if as a duo they were yeah. the reinforcements, you can do it that way too. You're right because it's still one moment in that. It's still case. one moment, and because unlike Lemillion and Best Genus, who are just happen to be heroes, we like yeah, they're a pair. They're a pair, and it's like okay, that would be kind of cool. But the fact that it was like, hey, check it out, it's Labrava. Oh, wins, you know, wins. Uh, Gentle gonna show. Oh, immediately, okay, yeah. And also, I didn't need the flashback to Gentle keeping everyone in prison. Of course he did that. Mm. I don't need that. You don't yep. need to tell me that. I know how stories work. <laughs> uh, yet I still have a higher than you, so. Yeah. I got Mission Yuzukura at nine. Okay. Uh, what do you have at number eight? Eight is where I put a Kanabanashi. Again, good stuff at the top of the week, or top of the list this week, I think. So I liked Akanabanashi, and I'm interested to see exactly how this is going to go. And how Akane's story is going to differ, and if that is the correct answer, or if she is going to, because she could potentially fail here, right? Like, she doesn't necessarily have to make this be her first story. This could be a failure to get her to learn a, d- another lesson. Except for, I think the chapter ends with her have like, the uh, master has given her permission to tell it. Oh, yeah, right? that's right. Because, and she's about to. Yeah. So I think it, the reveal is going to be how her version is Yeah, that, that's true. I had so. forgotten that's exactly how it ended. So you're right. She she cannot fail here because she... We I have mean, seen she, she's... We have her seen, failure would be very different, and it would be a weird thing tonally. That doesn't yeah. mean it can't happen. No, I, I think it's more... We know she succeeded. You know, this is the Ocean's Eleven. We, knew, we know the plan succeeded. Now let's see how it worked. Yeah, exactly. The Scooby-Doo, as they call it. <laughs> And by they, I mean no one. Um, I got Undead and Luck at eight. Okay. I thought Undead and Luck was pretty decent this week, but like not great. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I said, I thinking about it to write notes for it, took my opinion of it down a notch. Okay. And it got color pages in the opening spot in the book. And I was like, oh, this has been really good lately. It's really too bad. This is like the color spotlight chapter it gets. Mm-hmm. Not that it was a terrible chapter, but. No, I, I liked it. What do you, I mean, pretty good week we're saying, and it's still yep. made top eight. What do you got at seven? Seven is where I put the elusive samurai. It had some good stuff in there. You know, I, I do like the the uncle just being like, hey, I just, I walked over here. You want to come defect with me? What? Uh, seven's where I put my hero. Okay. Gentle's going to bounce it, and like, that should get me excited, and I wish it did. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what do you got at six? Uh, six is where I put Undead and Unluck. Uh, like I said, I liked the bit where it's, hey, this is his last fight as a boxer. I got to fight him as a boxer. Uh, six is where I put Tokyo Demon Bride story. Like I okay. said, I just really like those last two pages, and Fair. especially the last like two or three panels. Were yeah, yeah, really, really good. Uh, what do you have at five? Five is where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Like I said, it was weird, but I did kind of like it, and that last panel gag just got me. 
Five Square, I have Blue Box, actually. Okay. Still like in Blue Box, just like I said, I feel like we're in an Odai flashback. And whenever those start, I'm like, ah, oh, do we have to? Mm-hmm. And then again, Odai by then, I'm like, oh man, I, can I just have like a whole series about Big Mom? But, <laughs> but we're not there yet. What do you have in number four? Four is where I put Sakamoto Days. I like Sakamoto Days this week. Like you said, I like the everything vamping. We get to hang out with the film guy a little bit longer. And it's like, oh crap, she's off to go kill X. Yeah, I really liked Sakamoto Days. Sure. I got Elusive Samurai at four. Okay. Really like the talk between them. I really like his uncle going up and be like, hey, you, you seem like you could be a Kenpachi if you were on our team. You want to <laughs> be on our team? <laughs> You're way less likely to die. No, no guarantee either way, but way less likely. <laughs> I also like the kid be like, hey, like you're totally doing a trick. He's like, ha ha, adults don't play fair, goodbye. <laughs> that was pretty good. What do you got at three? Uh, three is where I put blue box. I just, I, I like where this is going. So I'm interested to see how this is going to happen. And like, is Taiki going to talk to Chie about it? Or is he going to kind of chicken out and we're just going to figure out what happened because we see what she said? Or is she going to bring it up because she knows, like has known now that you know, she's going to find that he's been hanging out with her. And she's like, all right, well, let me explain what happened. Uh-huh. Don't know. Uh, three's where I have a Kanabanshi. And, okay. like, after talking about Elusive Samurai, I kind of want to flip them. and Put Elusive <laughs> Samurai here and a Kanabanshi down at four. Fair. It's a good chapter. But, like, it's also set up and nothing super cool happened. Fair. What do you have in number two? Number two is where I put One Piece. Same. I, I really liked One Piece this week. It had some really cool stuff in it. So I'm, you know. Yeah, I hope Excited One Piece more. is this for the rest of One Piece. Yeah, it, <laughs> it be could great. be. It, I'm like, there's just so many characters that need to pay off. Like the Princess Revenge Squad of Vivi, Sh- uh, Shirahoshi, and uh, Rebecca need to be doing some stuff because we know they're fugitives somewhere. Yep. <laughs> and I want to use the phrase Princess Revenge Squad. Fair. What do you have at number one? Number one is where I actually put Mashal. The the bit where he goes uh like boneless to. <laughs> deflect everything boneless uh, wings are always better <laughs> reminded me of luffy's fight with nl where he turns his brain off to <laughs> make it so that he can't use what we now know as observation hockey against him uh because he was like you know i can like read the future like read into your mind i can see the future <laughs> well no because specifically it's not- i guess he can't i guess that's only luffy and big mom's son whose name escapes me right now they can do that yeah who has uh katakuri yeah who has the very similar power because he can make everything mochi which is very similar to rubber yes but so specifically they two are the only ones who but normal observation hockey is like oh yeah i can just read what you're thinking but because luffy turned his brain off he wasn't thinking so and el couldn't do anything so that just reminded me of that and i was just i found myself laughing at this being like you know, back to the silliness of the the Mashal jokes, the uh, Doom trying to fight him. And then I really liked the bit at the end with Mashal being like, uh, can I just go home? Do we do we have to have a dick measuring contest every time somebody shows up? I don't give a shit who's stronger. I just want to go home. <laughs> Preferably with some cream puffs. <laughs> so that's that's why I put it up here. I just I really liked it. I have Sakimoto days at number one. All right. I really like Shin and his friend showing up. Yeah. I like the forward direction it's very sasuke leaving yeah uh, not as good i don't think but that's no. a good energy to emulate mm-hmm. anything else you want to say about shonen jump this week nope all right we read rosario plus vampire volume one this week and we'll be back to talk about that after our break
So we read Rosario plus Vampire. It's probably supposed to be cross, but they should have done an X if they wanted it to be cross. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you had never Rosario Vampire. Nope, before, I, Kevin. I basically knew nothing about it. So what did you think? It's kind of interesting. The mute cute premise is a bit different than what I'm used to with the girl like specifically being attached to him almost immediately versus usually it's the other way around where it's like the guy being really attached to the girl. And I'm, I also, especially in Shonen Jump stuff, it's almost always the guy who does all the physical fighting in the end, no matter how normal he's supposed to be. Yes. So there's a lot of reversal going on here. Yes. Which is interesting. You know, I, I like it. The fact that he's just the normal dude and it's like, oh, what's the only thing he can do? He can take off the Rosario. I mean, specifically, like, it sounds like anyone else could, <laughs> but he just happens to be the one to do it all the time. And I guess, you know, she likes giving him super hickeys. Yes. <laughs> and even more so when she's in her super mode. Yes. So I had seen a bunch of the anime for Rosario mm-hmm. plus Vampire. And so I was very concerned because usually the way these Shonen Jump harem anime adaptations go is the anime is way toned down mm-hmm. because they can't get his way away with as much. And usually it's being aimed at, you know, Shonen Jump audiences. So kids, so they tone it down for TV. Yep. This anime has the opposite thing. Oh. And I was surprised by how tame the manga was in comparison. I do like like slash find it weird that all of the main char- the main female character Mocha's panty shots are always blocked by something, but we do just get to see Karumu's yes. at one point. I found that kind of charming in a weird way. Yeah, that w- that was also kind of funny. You know, and then I had the you know, like, oh it's the like I just had the the small bit where he was getting tricked into peeking into the girls' locker room. And, you know, it being like the, oh, no, that guy's peeking into the girl's locker room. You have the girl's locker room on an exterior <laughs> wall with a window? It is high up, to be fair, but also this is a monster school. Yeah, I was like, this is a monster. <laughs> like 50% of the students have wings, I think. Yeah, so it's like, who designed this place? A pervert. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, like, you know, it's that it's that level of, like, oh, I can't believe you came in through this unlocked door. Well, the door was unlocked. How was I supposed to know? Like, you didn't put up a sign. You didn't. <laughs> yeah, invent locks, anime. Come on. Keep honest people honest. Just put up some curtains or something. Like I I do kind of like, although it goes too quickly, how they like lynch him afterwards. Yes. Although it does go too quickly and the solution is too easy and obvious. Yeah. Um, what I kind of got tired of with this is how quickly it gets episodic. Yes. Like it feels very rote by chapter four, which is all we have in here. Yep. And they have more room for story, and that tends to happen a lot in monthly stuff. It's kind of similar in Sailor Moon, yep. even. But Sailor Moon is crazy and gets wild and goes off the deep end quickly. Yes. Whereas like I said, this seems very episodic already. Of- it does. But I wonder I wonder if it like a lot of episodic things, like uh the thing that I always think of of Supernatural, where it literally started out as a monster of the week show and then turned into this giant storyline of nonsense uh so i'm wondering if that's how this might go or because there's only like 40 chapters in the first part and then there's like part two i guess also on viz's app i think part two was in weekly shonen jump i could be wrong about that i did not do any research on it i was literally just scrolling through the viz chapters and was like i didn't for this i'm just somewhat familiar with it from the past i just know that there is a part two which is a separate entity so it would make sense that it went to a different magazine i know why would it not just 
like especially from also the the standpoint of putting it on the website i was like well if it just like came back in part two why would that be a separate I guess the, the website makes weird decisions though. Like JoJo's makes sense to me, but it also has the Yu-Gi-Oh arcs divided up like the American release rather than yeah, like yeah. its original release. Although it, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z aren't divided, I don't think though. I think they are. Maybe they are. I didn't think they were. I, I could I be wrong. They were. I definitely could be wrong about that. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it had it has some interesting stuff. I do like the trope of the human at the demon school, like an anime that I really like that I think had its third season that I should watch is uh, uh, Kun. I don't remember the full title. It's like uh, Aruma's Demon Academy or something like that. Sounds like an anime. Um, where it's a, a human gets abducted by essentially the devil uh, because his parent his parents sell his soul to pay off their debts. But... This guy isn't actually the devil. Instead, there's like he's part of the like Council of Lords because there hasn't been an actual devil for 900 years. Sounds like an anime. <laughs> and uh, this guy just wanted a cute grandson to show off against some of the other council members who also have cute <laughs> grandsons. But, you know, like he doesn't have any children. So he's like, I'm going to adopt you. and You're going to be my grandson. Yeah. That, like I said, sounds like an anime. Yep. It's good. I can believe that. Anything else you want to say on Rosario plus a vampire? Like I said, I didn't love it, but I've read this or seen this before and was pleasantly surprised by how not over the top it was. Yeah, I like and like I said, I liked the like you pointed out, the reversals of a lot of stuff where, you know, it's the girl is actually the one who gets to save the day all the time. And, you know, she's also the one who was initiating with the guy and is which I mean that it isn't always the case that the guy's. Usually they're sort of reluctant most of the time, I guess. Yeah, but they are usually the the battle protagonist. Yeah. Where it is, he is useless in a fight. Yep. So yeah, it, it was definitely interesting. And again, you know, I have access to it because I pay for the service anyway, so. Yeah. All right. That just leaves us with personality power level. Kevin, it's been so long, I forgot about personality power level mm-hmm. until I said it out loud. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality Power Level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the very top, we have Homura Akemi. She's a magical girl. Mm-hmm. At the bottom, we have Koku from Flame of Rekka, the opposite of a magical girl, I think. I'm not I'm not a math specialist, but I believe that if you do the math, that's how it works out. In the center, we have Buggy the Clown. All right. Who's not a magical girl, but could be. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to rank from... Uh, Rosario. Probably Mocha, because she's a character. Yes. As opposed to Boy, whose name I did write down, but he is Boy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, my instinct is to compare her to Inuyasha. This seems like sort of similar in town. Fair. And I don't think she is as exciting or good as Inuyasha. No. If I was going to compare her to a character with two personalities, though, we have Yugi, and I do think she is better than Yugi. Yeah. From Yu-Gi-Oh. Probably not as good as Teru from Fruits Basket. No. Arukia. No. How do we ki- think she compares to Cypher and Shiva from mm, Cypher? I'd say below them for now. I mean, I've, you know, we've read a lot more of Cypher, so. Probably better than Taya from Yu Gi Oh! slash Anzu, if you want to use her real name. Sure. Which puts me only in the, ki- the realm of characters who I have not made notes of who they are yet and do not know. How do we think she. Probably not as good as the rival from Slam Dunk? No. All right, better or worse than Tamaki Suo from Oren High School Host Club, the the king, the leader of the club. I'd say better. Okay, 
Uh, so Maka from Rosario plus Vampire goes at number 151, the Mew of the list, above Tamaki Soro and below Kaede Rukawa. All righty. All right, what do we want to read next week? Because I had a thing, and then I realized it's February next week. So do we want to have a February theme? Because my thing was the opposite of February. I mean, it's your turn to pick. It so. is, but if we wanted to get a theme, I would pick something else. Because like I said, what I had was like, oh, that makes sense to do as a January. I'm like, wait, January is already over. Shonen Jump didn't come out in January. Basically. I mean, we could do the kind of standard shojo theme that we do for February, if you want. We could, or we could do Magical Girls. Shoujo is easier to find stuff on the uh, Shonen Jump app. Because I was looking for, I was like, surely there must be at least one Magical Girl thing in Shon- all of Shonen Jump. There is not. Mm. Rosario plus Vampire seems like the place to start. But we already did that, obviously. We could do Volume 2 of Kaguya-sama, or we could do <laughs> Romantic Killer. That seems like it might be fun. There's some weird, like, one-off Shoujo stuff they're just starting to add to the Viz app. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them. Um, I'm sure. I'm, like I said, it's your turn to pick. It is. I'm just floating ideas. Yep. Would you rather go with something tried and true or something we new? Is I guess what I'm asking. Let's start off with something new. All right. So since it's February, we're going to read Romantic Killer because it's on the Viz app, and I don't know anything about it except for it's called Romantic Killer. And the the premise is to save humanity and her cat. Anzi must go on a date. Okay. So we will be back with that next week. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out past episodes, as well as my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. Anything you want to plug, Kev? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Oh uh-huh.